Hi everyone, you're listening to the Via Lucci podcast, uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. One and we're live. Yo, 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 yo. Energy, oh, energy. Oh, up, 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 up. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> waka waka woo. What's, what's going on? <laughs> well, just trying to you know get the energies up. It's late at night. You know we've got to we've got to uh, motivate. Late the crowd. at night. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Who knows when, when people, people are listening? Up. Anyway, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Hi everyone. Well, hello, Free hello, podcast. Hi. Hello, uh, uh, Charles. You're on a particularly good mood today. Are you feeling healthy today? Uh, no, quite the opposite. Oh, oh bloody hell. But I'm soldiering to, through re- it. I never really feel st- healthy. What are you talking about? No, I thought, because, yeah, you, you look like effervescent, so I thought maybe you're having a good day, a good belly day. Oh, yeah, no, it's weird, because I was realising, like, I was, this last week, I was like, what's different? And I was like, oh, I'm not in an incredible amount of pain all the time. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> left the building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I did have some, um, mm. uh, uh Oh, some of the gorgeous uh, French one. I forgot what it's called. Roquefort. Uh, so c- can you eat dairy, Lee? Was that no? That's like pfft, dairy's dairy, fine. I, I, I think I should. I think I should avoid wheat. That's, I think I'm uh, see oh, I'm wheat. wheat intolerant. I think that's part of yeah, it. You Are you actually wheat please? intolerant or no? But I, when I find that, like, I've cut out bread because when I was, when I was eating sandwiches, <laughs> like it would swell my mouth up. Uh, not the gallon, the, the buckets of cheese. I've cut out the bread. <laughs> yeah. The small bit of crust that surrounds <laughs> yeah. the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that bit, that bit. Now the cheese is the bread. It's just three layers of cheese. I think get rid of the cheese I, from the burger. Still, I had burger. cheese was the, uh, the the ones you dairyly slices you get. But I remember looking at it and going, it's shiny. I mean, I can almost see me facing it. That's not <laughs> cheese shouldn't sort of glisten. In the <laughs> no, no, that's all the chemicals like waving yeah. back, isn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just a picture of the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eat the plastic. Eat the plastic. Uh. Um, yeah, well, anyway, so here we are. You know. Um, what, what was he talking about? We're, yeah, it was a statement of fact. Um, yeah, we were talking about the the, um, the the Trump hangers-on that are all now starting to come out and say, oh, I saw, is it Kellyanne, who was the PR? Kellyanne Conway? Kellyanne Conway, yeah. The, saw, woman who uh, looked, the woman who looked like a skeleton. Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, nice. she, was, she was now saying um, that uh, I was disagreeing with him in private. Oh, yeah. come on come on just you're you must know you're a caricature of sort of 1945 germany where suddenly everyone was like oh i didn't didn't i wasn't nothing to bother i didn't like her i didn't really like it well, she, she's she's gonna sell a book they all have a tell-all book they will all have a tell-all book i can never really understand the thing with her and her husband because her husband didn't like him and I, th- I was thinking is this some sort of weird ploy that because that's an odd situation of one that loves trump and one that hates trump um well, the daughter spoke out, didn't she? Their daughter. Oh yeah, spoke she out said against yeah. her. And yeah. Kind of, what was, know, was she? Was she a press? Her. Was she a press thing? Uh, he- press, press secretary, I believe. She was I, think, in... I think she was an aide. She was an advisor slash yeah, aide. something. Yeah. She she basically was a proxy person because she was sort of affiliated. I don't know. If she she wasn't like direct. I don't know if she was direct staff or not. I can't remember. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> but she was, she basically, when they wanted uh, um, someone to come out and defend him. Yeah. Oh, she like, was a counsellor, was her. There we go, yeah, yeah. I thought an advisor, yeah, the advisor. Yeah. yeah. It was a very yeah. weird term. It was a very ill-defined term. So I, I see something where um, there was a, there was a, like a three-time um, swimming gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist called Cle- Cletai Cletus or something like that. <laughs> uh, 
Cleet Cleet Keller, like something like that. Anyway, I mean, it is very close to sort of Cletus. Cletus, uh, yeah. Cletus are Cletus. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was at the rights as well. Like, so you think like if you won the uh, Olympian title three times, you'd sort of be a bit more balanced and reasoned and sort of worldly. Um, apparently they they, they nicked on, or they were investigated as of the other day. There was twenty eight off duty police officers were there part of the riots. Yeah. twenty eight of them. Yeah. And who who was the was the woman there that was like part of the psychology? She did psychology entrance thing. Oh, I can't remember now. But, um, the the woman there. who died, the woman who was shot by the Secret Service, she was a former Air Force uh, intelligence person. Oh, that worked, might have been her. Yeah, who worked woman, on yeah. psyops and stuff. That was it. That's it. Yeah, very odd. Yeah. Uh, it's, so yeah. Illuminati deep state. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, do you see the thing about the copper who's been out speaking about it? So that he got, look, he was stopping them getting in and they sort of pulled him into the crowd and they pulled his like magazine out they pulled his gun and they were saying like shooting with his own gun shooting with his own gun he said it was only like luckily he said (laughs) he said to him there's a couple of people that are sort of protecting him a little bit and he said what would you like to say to them he said, "Well, thank you, but what the f were you doing there in the first yeah. place?" Yeah, 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 it seems like a thank weird you for thing not to... murdering me. Yeah, yeah. slowing <laughs> down the murder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so... for not killing me. But you know, and the thing is, where, where's all the all this surveillance? Like, we got cameras up the arse. Like, it's everywhere. That should have just kicked in immediately and just like rounded up everyone. Like, just immediately, everyone. We know who you are. We know what you do. I mean, to the fact that they're videoing each other and. That was the weird thing. Like, here I am committing a crime live. You go, because they God. think they were on the right. They thought, like, yeah. oh, this is it. We're going to overthrow. Our time has come. But blah, that's blah, blah, a blah. lot of confidence, though, to be actually filming yourself. Well, there's that a lot is of confidence like, is... to break through and assume you're not going to be shot. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's, you know, that's what we call, you know, white Well, it might I have guess, been but... there when you're there the night before being shown around by the senators there. So this, this, is, the, yeah. this is the panic buttons here were removed. <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. Um, well, they had people. Apparently, people had uh, plans as well of like the the underground bits. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they well, there was the had... one where they found well, the senator's room, wasn't it? And he wasn't marked. And they said, "Well, how did he know? How did they know that was his room? Because it's not marked." So they're gonna have to be. They're gonna have to go. There's gonna pull some people out of there. I mean, the fact that even after it happened, there's still some people that work there going, you know, this, this is rubbish and blah blah blah. You go, oh my god, you are like fully embedded in this. Like you are. But there's got to be. It's the whole thing. Consequences got to come back to these consequences. If there's any sort of moving on or any of that and moving past this and getting over it, then that'll be you're just setting up the next one. That's all you're doing. You're setting up the next one. And that's the thing. You got. There, there have been over a hundred arrests so far from the FBI. Yeah, it's got to, stuff has to happen because arrest leads to thing, and he, and then it's just a month, and he didn't do anything, and it's, no, what actually? Ha- who spends times in jail? It's like with the bankers. Who spends time in jail? I'm, I don't even want to hear from you for a year. Just come back to me next year and say who went to jail. I don't want to hear the news reports, the investigations. Just tell me nothing and who went to jail. Well, there'd be nobody, but a few people and one nothing. I- I wonder if they're not if they're being a bit coy about charging a lot of people in case Trump pardons them, because Trump can pardon federal. Um, apparently, can charge. Yeah. Uh, he can only uh, pardon federal uh, charges. So they, that's the FBI. Right, yeah, yeah. So the FBI wait just literally a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until inauguration, they can like hold people and question them. Do you think he they would wait a couple of days them. charge? I don't think he's got any. There's nothing to do. Mm. He doesn't care anymore. Like you yeah. know also, I mean? he wouldn't. These aren't you know the people on the ground. You know the the QAnon shame and all them people. He doesn't give a shit about them. Sure. Yeah, exactly. No, they, these are pawns, aren't they? <clears> yeah, yeah. You, you've got to lose. You know these are these are nothing. These and are also the fact that he's changed his tune so much. <clears throat> I wonder what they they said they said to him. 
because he's going out unless there's like a partner because he is really sort of said right they were wrong like the yeah. stuff that he would never say so you go right what have they said to him to make him go yeah they're actually violent they're nothing to do with me like he's properly cut them out you go so what have they said to you for you to say that not your sort of half-hearted you know go and knock it on and tell him it was wrong you've really gone no this is disgraceful they're, they're not part of me and all that you go that sort of like pardon type apology you know that's a you're gonna get off with everything if you do this because he really went out and said like they're nothing to do with me so he's got nothing to gain there so i'm sure they've got more more on him like than than just this and maybe they'll say you know what we've got a drawer full of stuff on you got some videos of you doing some weird stuff got some actual evidence of you doing some more some other stuff (laughs) If you don't do this all of a sudden in a couple of days time when you're not present anymore we're going to put you in prison forever. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I mean. So I wonder, is there a pardon? Because that level of sort of apology, that's pardon material. That's not like, be nice or we're going to take your money away. That's like, he's really cut. He's almost cutting them out, almost, which is all he's got, really. So he, he must be throwing them under the re- bus for a reason. Mm. But it's the fact that I've got no... You've, I've got no um, confidence in the next administration doing anything about things because they just don't they never do stuff there's always deals being made you leave you go quietly and then we'll make sure you know all that but the the, the stupidity of going no you just set up the next one that's what you just did you just set up the next one ready to do it again because there's no consequences um and that's the thing you've got to remember. It's not like you, it's not going back to the good times for the americans it's going back to base level which was awful you know, it wasn't great. It's not like, oh, we're free. No, we're going back to the way it was with the corruption and all that, and it's very intelligent and all the deals being made. There was a, there was a, a but, quote. But I have, Ma- to, I have to say, I know it's not, I know it's not a, a revolutionary change or whatever, because I don't think Biden will do that. But no. I think to not have to worry about, not worry about, yeah, but not have to think about stuff, like what the president's up to. Mm. Is he is he just going to nuke everything? Is he going to wipe out all life on human earth? Yeah, I get it, but you still Is he going to set up concentration camps? Is he going to hold another election? Like, to, to, to just kind of like, I think I think the status quo is, is a relief. Yeah, it's a little bit like Obama after George W. Bush, when you're like, yes. oh, it's nice waking up not assuming we're going to nuclear war with... Yeah, but that's what I mean. Right, we, yeah. well, it, I don't like this sort of like, okay, everything's fine again now. No, 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 there's still, it's all corruption. Yeah, you've still, still got to work. Oh, like the thing is, is you've got to things happen gradually it's not i know it's like i mean saying, i'll take well, it i'll take yeah. the fact that it's a the, nice the thing is, you know i know i know um you'd rather have the let's rip the band aid off kind of thing but every time that that's happened in history it's just led to chaos and actually it reinforces the status quo because people go fuck me that was so chaotic and i couldn't even yeah but anything. you can't say you, you i know don't you've got to because no no I'm, I'm not saying you don't do it there is there is I, I know this might sound crazy there is a happy medium somewhere between it just not carrying yet. on and everyone being guillotined everywhere well there's, like, there's a, you know what ma- i mean like we could we could the, try a third way the day of the rope yeah. yeah exactly you know what i mean like malcolm the- x he had a quote he said he said um oh god what was that he said yeah it's like if somebody stabs you with a nine inch knife and pulls it out six inches you don't call that progress it's yeah. like you've still been stabbed yeah. um yeah. but i just there's no faith in them like if there was a bernie sanders or something you go okay now something mm. might i'm not often for extremes but something like just give me something that might happen but you just go because if, if if everything that he's done and he doesn't go to jail that's it. The next one's just getting ready to go then, because there's no unless he literally does shoot somebody in the face, as he said. The only thing, I, it. the only thing I would say is that 
there has been consequences outside of if everyone cutting ties with him, all these financial institutions, mm. New York aren't going to have cancelled all his deals. Uh, was it Deutsche Bank have cut? Deutsche uh, Bank, cut. Deutsche so Bank these, who've been a big financer of yeah. a lot of yeah. these uh, real estate deals. Yeah, yeah. So They've all been underwriting a lot of his debts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the thing is, ev- what all these people care about, and the only thing that f- they can function on is money. But so, yeah, I mean, even the g- 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 social media, like he's getting attacked from all sides. But my problem, in a strange way, now is. Why did he do the apology? What phone call? What was said on that phone call that you've done that sort of you've thrown all your supporters under the bus? What? Because that's a big thing. I would have been more happy if he said, look, you know, the good people on both sides tried to milk it over and then had a go at everybody else again as usual. The fact he's just said, nope wrong but he's I was like, right well, I, I i think there was a meeting between pelosi and the chiefs of staff and the, and some of the cabinet uh, i think it was on a day or two after after whatever we're calling yeah it. we can't even we can't even clarify what we're talking about was it was it a riot was it a protest was it a terrorist the assault attack? on the capitol building was it was it an insurrection i don't know the the, the incident let's say whatever the sixth the sixth atrocity um and uh, it seemed that was the point where the Joint Chiefs said um, that they would not honour a, a nuclear strike order. And basically they were talking then about removing him, uh, about being unfit. I think they might have threatened to section him at that point. Yeah, but yeah, I, could that, have been, that, it could have been a deal like, look, pencil, pencil play ball and not 25th Amendment you if you mm. go out and apologise. I don't yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Thinking I, think about how, like I don't think his brain would accept that as a sort of like, it's got to be bigger than that. It's got to be something with money or a complete pardon. His brain wouldn't accept his child brain saying you're not going to be. He doesn't care about impeachment and getting kicked out and all that. He just cares about survival. So I don't think that registers with him. I think, I that's think it's pride. something bigger. That's his pride, though. I do. I do think. I do yeah, think but a nah, lot of us is, still, yeah. he doesn't want to be thrown. This is a you know to him. This is a great big country club, and he doesn't want to be thrown out. Yeah. Because he's always had everyone stick his nose yeah, up. Yeah, but at I him still think his apology, was too, his apology was too strong. I think there was a bigger thing. Yeah, but then he him. immediately afterwards he did that apology video and said, "Oh, I'm really sorry." You know, well, he didn't apologize. Frankly. Oh, he did he something else. Said, yeah, he did, and then he went back on Twitter. He was allowed back on Twitter, and was like, "They didn't," you know, basically like, "This is all too much," and and so they chucked him off again. So there was there was the video was probably done to to right, go. It was a one off. Okay. No, I think it was. I think the video was almost him going. You know, they can use that as evidence to go. Look, oh, he's okay. saying that he thought it was a bad thing. They cut. Therefore, he can't have been inciting the. Yeah. So, so he's actually what, telling I, them not I, to. Yeah. I thought he was suspended off Twitter. No, he'd been he'd been bad now. Permaband wasn't that f- the funniest thing? Like, oh, then he tried to, and then he tried to go into the white. Then he started using the White House for the first time. Oh no, the POTUS one. Sorry, because he doesn't. Yeah, he yeah. just uses his personal one. Then he started using the POTUS. Um, you know, the official, official the official one, official yeah. one. Being, but doing, you know, it was the same thing with the caps and all the weird, like, declamatory. Big, and then bigly, that got, yeah. yeah, and then that got suspended. I think. And he tried using Melania's, yeah. Right? Oh, and then wow. he was mess. He was texting other people. Apparently, like a whole bunch of people around him, like a lot of the aides and a lot of, um, apparently like his personal sort of secretaries and aides all were banned as well because he was just grabbing their phone and going, I need to tweet, I need to tweet, oh God. I just imagine no all these people that have gone through the, you know, gone through the merry-go-round that, you know, people that you forgot, you're like, oh yeah, Scaramucci was in there for like <laughs> six days. You know, all these people suddenly just lying in bed, my nerve wearing a bit, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> hey, remember who's this, me? Who's, yeah. this, who's this texting at 11.30? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three in the morning, what the hell is this? 
It's again, it's the only enjoyment I get is knowing that every minute is hurting him. Like every minute is just dripping away in front of him. It's, uh, nice. Um, yeah, I was a bit annoyed that the, 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 all the 28 police officers, I thought, oh God, I thought there'd be like one or two. And that's, mm. that was of like a couple of days ago. That's the start. That's the first yeah, wave. I think there'll be 28, more. 28. Yeah, unfortunately. But then you, you sort of have sort of young black people in America going, yeah, I'm surprised it's not more. <laughs> it's not a surprise. It, it really wasn't yeah. a surprise. I, I assumed when I saw that first, which is, I, I honestly went, I wonder how many off-duty police officers are in there, yeah. Right, yeah, because that was only like three or four days in. That's like just the initial, right, oh, right, I know you, 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 you. It's not like a proper investigation that's happened yet. Mm. Um, when does it um, When does it all kick off? Like, when does it get booted out? What's it? Well, the inaugural, uh, 20th, isn't it? Yes, Wednesday, I think it is, yes. Uh, oh, next week. I think okay. it's 12. I think it's 12 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So it'll be about five or six in this, five in this country. Oh. Did you <laughs> do you see about the, the um, uh, Trump's doctor, the, the, his famous doctor has died recently? Oh, no. what? Um, Brent, forgot... Spiner, Brent Spiner from Independence yeah, Day. Can yeah. you, um, <laughs> and, uh, I looked at it and I thought, that's not a doctor. I, I, I thought it was a picture no. of a different article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go, no, that's Brent Spiner from Independence Day. What the yeah. what? Or the <laughs> doctor from uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because yeah, I heard someone described him as that. And then I, I was like, really? And then I go to the picture. I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he did just look like a slob, didn't he? Um, <laughs> this is weird. Sorry, we're being very unkind to someone. Like, the body's not even got... Um, Oh no, this is a few days ago. I mean, yeah, didn't he get struck it. off? Didn't he get struck off though? For, um, like, prescribing prescription probably. medications. Well, to also, people. I wouldn't be surprised. But he also admitted that he he made that up. That all the stuff yeah, yeah. about Trump, didn't he? But you, Harold Bornstein <laughs> is this gentleman's name. Can you pick he died up a couple if, of days ago? Yeah, if you can find some of the quotes <laughs> that he said, because I'd forgotten what he'd said about Trump. And you go, oh come on, uh, like, we'll be the healthiest oh, individual elected. Again. Have you touched your bloody computer? Have I frozen? Hello, Andrew. And you, Hello? Are you still there? I can still see me moving. Oh, you're cool. moving yeah. around now. You get it. Yeah, there you go. Can you bring up just, the, some of the find some of the quotes what he said about uh, Trump? Yeah, because he said we'll be but, the health. He'll be the Trump will be the healthiest individual. Well, he said like yeah, he said that he was a the one most, like like yeah one pound under pro- obese, and he had a full head of hair that no one had ever seen. The fullest head of hair anyone had ever seen. <laughs> the one the fittest men, no, the fittest men in yeah. uh, Proletagon. Uh, it so was, apparently someone asked him and said, you know, well, what do you, you know, how can you say that when the guy's 70, oh, uh, the oldest person up. elected to office? And he said, uh, if something happens well, to him, then live it recording, to him. But it was obviously like, written by him. Up. When, you, when you had it written Yeah, out, just say yeah, that. It was just, just, it yeah, because it was too cool. over the top. All right, Andrew, you back. Yeah. Well, it sounded like back? a seven-year-old had written it, basically. <laughs> so it was obviously yeah, have Trump. You, have you got any Dr. Trump quotes? Uh... Doctor Trump. Apparently, there was a in the house. Yeah. Why? It's because I'm um, trying to reveal oh the God, Trump record. Get awkward. This is live. Or this is. Yeah. Oh, Krim, he's popped up. Hey, Krim. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because oh, right. you're opening yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, you're opening up stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was the voice of God that just came out uh, from the skies. <laughs> Am I back now? <laughs> well, so leave that. But yeah, he was saying like. He's in, I, he's incredibly fit. He's the fittest politician I've ever. And you go, surely that like you must have pushed back a little bit at him. I said, look, can I just not say that? Can I just word it differently? Um, you know, the fittest politician. Uh, oh, there was another thing he said. I, it's all this uh, Trump speak of like I can't believe how fit he is for the. Do you know all that sort of like? Oh, he's so shocked. I was watching something the other day and it was showing some of his quotes and things he'd said. The, the, just one of the most embarrassing thing was was the um, man, woman, TV, that thing. When he says, the doctors were like, I don't believe it. How did you do that? <laughs> and you go, oh, 
Oh god! <laughs> like at least my my kids are reasonably believable. The, the doc, well, the doctor said, "Wow, how did you do that?" Mind you, they might have been patronising him. They might have literally gone, "Look, he's an idiot child." We better talk to him like that. Yeah. Honestly, true. honestly, when he relays <clears throat> some of these stories, he goes, "I talked to the head general, and I said, why don't we put a nuclear bomb in the hurricanes? We nuke the hurricanes." Yeah. And he said. Okay, sure. We'll look into that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like, I could just—he's like a child. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, yeah, we'll definitely look into. It. Yeah. And and it belays the fact that everyone's just thinking, what? The like everyone's just patronising him, nodding at him. Like, well, those little videos when he's doing his live speeches, and then you the, the 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 videos of just people in the background, their eyes sort of going, shut up! Like, don't say about the yeah bleach. about the um yeah the, <laughs> that woman. She's just shuffling awkwardly in just her seat. Everyone's like literally distancing. It was shuffling away. Literally you physically distancing oh, like those corona briefings he did and all the every yeah. expert was just like oh my what is he saying now yeah oh god poor old did you what did we... you see I, I i read a transcript i didn't read the whole thing because it's, it's so long but i read a bit of the transcripts of that speech he made before the riot yeah the march on the yeah. march yeah yeah before the whatever the hell before yeah. those five people got killed um you know that he just went on about oprah loads oh did he about what did yeah he? Because he was saying, uh, everyone's so mean to me, the election was rigged. And in fact, you know, many people don't know this, but me and Oprah used to be very, very good friends. Uh, Oprah had me on a lot. And, you know, she was very respectful. Turns out, though, she was very disloyal and a nasty woman. Uh, she probably and I was on the last show. Morning. I was on the last show. And, you know, they had the five most important people, the five best people she's ever had. And I was one of them. And she picked that and she told me, she came to me and she said, Donald, you're one of the greatest people I've ever known. Oh. And then she wouldn't say that now. And I'm just like, and yeah, then she must this have is, sent a tweet this and that morning or something. And he's using his platform to have a pop at her back. He's just, these are the words that inspired people to go and install the capital. Yeah. <laughs> Some senile old maniac wittering okay, on about his about famous Oprah, Oprah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I've got no idea. I'm just here for the fight. But I think in a lot of And they're things. in there going, I will die for that man. I will kill yeah. for him. You know? uh, but that's why a, I, I like think it gives people he... a purpose, doesn't it? It gives <laughs> yeah. these people, these directionless yeah. kind of people, it gives them a purpose. It gives them something... Well, I mean, Rudy Giuliani to go for the um, the trial by combat speech. You go, Jesus! You used to be a, like a high powered lawyer. Oh, Andrew, he used to be uh, quite respected, Andrew, didn't he? Oh, he's uh, okay. Um, yeah. The, 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 so he's uh, he's not paying Rudy his money. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that's that's nice. But he was charging him. Oh, I didn't know that. Day. Was that. He said he hadn't paid him for two months. What's that? What was I'm that? sure he hasn't paid him hardly anything in the last like five years of knowing him. Honestly. But twenty grand a day—that seems a lot of money for. For nonsense, for, to, but to, it's all to, coming out the slush fund, though. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, that's I suppose the thing. he doesn't care. He's not yeah, going to budget pay for up. It. Yeah. yeah, it's all coming out the save, stop the steal. Um, but you go, it, it is like when he's doing the. He was doing the speech from the what was it next to the porn place, the the law, the the, the <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah, the garden centre, <laughs> and then getting to the point of going to the um, trial by combat. I mean, that's a lawyer. You'd think like language. You'd unless you are just going senile because that's not like. You don't unlearn stuff. You're still a lawyer. You must know that, unless it was pure confidence, they thought it's it's either like they did believe they were going to take over, but take over what? You can't just take over a building and that's it. You've revolutionised everything. There must have been, he must be going mad, like senile, to say that. I, I think he's been, they've just surrounded themselves. They got rid of anyone who was at all critical or anyone who was saying, um, actually, that's impossible because of the laws of physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
like and i do think that yeah he surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men and and, and just was been obviously been driven mad by the power yeah i was really thinking that yeah as you said that, i thought yeah they've, they've lived in an echo chamber they've now yeah. lost touch with reality they think yeah. there is something actually happening there and go, no, i mean i'm sure he, i'm sure he listened to a bit of the call he made to that governor the governor of uh georgia what was this now oh the trump call yeah, yeah when he was because because it was it was really interesting because he's um unfiltered because he didn't this is like pure pure donny yeah good old good old back to don this is like casino don you know what yeah. i mean back, <laughs> the don yeah he's yeah, his old-fashioned don <laughs> and he's just like and you hear like the real thing and like yeah he really believes it i think he and and this is supposedly the things he didn't believe it but now he he believes his own lies yeah andrew what's he your, believes uh, his cue he believes his cue he believes his what's your but, opinion on this rudy giuliani what's your middle class opinion well, what, what do you mean? What's my middle class opinion? On <laughs> oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> so, you did. I do apologise. I didn't. <laughs> um, um, I don't I'm, know. What do you mean? What? What was my? I don't know. To be him? honest, I was just trying to get you to see if your microphone was working. It was the nearest question. No, I'm I just. Had. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I'm oh, just okay. listening to Charles's uh, wise words. No, I, yeah. yeah, it's sort of. Um, it reminds me of because I don't want to keep using the it's like Hitler, but it's just because but it's, it's sort a of downfall is, yeah. of a regime. No, no, no. But it, it, but we can't compare that. You know, nah, the most heinous, just... one of the most heinous people who's ever. You know, one of the most evil people that's ever. You know, you have to go back to medieval times before you get <laughs> people of like Hitler and Stalin's yeah. level of just. Hmm. I'll just slaughter everyone. I don't give a fuck. Level of evil. So the only reason I say this is because it's just such a well documented uh, end of a regime and let's call it that, is that, you know, Hitler in the last days in the bunker was just, you know, giving orders to these armies that didn't exist. He was saying, right, this army group will do this and that, and the generals being going, uh, oh, um, it'll be it'll be fine. Yes, yes, yes. But they, they were backing be off for weeks before. Like, they saw the... Like, again, sort of like what's happening now. They well, were Himmler, making Himmler tried to cut a... Him, uh, I think it was Himmler. Well, was a few of them tried to cut deals, didn't they? Tried to cut a secret deal, yeah, with the Americans. They all started throwing on nun outfits and heading into the forest. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there Goering? 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 That's a few of them. Yeah. Don't touch that computer. <laughs> You're banned. He tried, to, he tried to get tried to reach the American lines, didn't he? And they, they, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, a few. Uh, most of them did, yeah. yeah. Andrew, can you move your computer? Have you had a bad haircut day? Are you trying to hide No, it's hair? only because it's, uh, it's the glare of that. This is a free podcast, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tell it's because I've got that glare. Oh, so if I, if it's I a halo effect. Yeah, yeah. Sort of life of Brian oh. effect. Then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, people... but but yeah, it feels like that that scene in Downfall. You know, the the famous meme scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's, you know, it's always moving it. all the bits around, and the sixth army's here, and they'll regroup. And he's just like, "Don't worry, my we'll we'll do this, and then we'll get the votes here, and then mm. and then I'll be president again." It's just like. Okay, no one's no one's telling him, dude. It's it's lost. The battle's lost. I tell you what. Let's go with just so it's not so Hitlery like comparison. <laughs> let's say Charles the First of England, who towards the end of the war kept being like, "No, it's all fine," and I'll get an army from Ireland and I'll do this, and we're sending people to France. And it's like you haven't got anyone left. You've got nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's you yeah. and these five in this room. This room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know, uh, it's it's sort of. Um, whether it's anecdotal, but one of his, pe- you know, he was looking at this war map saying, we'll do this. And he says, you're holding a piece of wood, you know, just like a little <laughs> tiny block of wood with a flag indicating an army. Just think that's, that's it. That's all you've got. So well, that was the, yeah, I seen something uh, a couple of weeks ago with Hitler, Hitler thing, and it was just I just I just clicked on. He's it. always in the news. Isn't he? <laughs> but it was just I'd like... forgotten that in his last days he was basically throwing children in front of him. Do you know what I mean? He was getting fourteen year olds and th- and he was giving them awards as well to sort of go and fight. And there was one who got the highest award 
I think the kid was actually quite brave. He was pulling, like, trying to pull fully grown men out. He's like 14. He's pulling them off the battlefield, like, um, outside the city. And he gave them a reward. And they went and tracked him down because he was like 80. And he still sort of believed in him. Like, he still, I thought, oh, Jesus. There, there was the kid. There was the kid who won the Iron Cross. And yeah, that I think footage it was a of high. him giving it, and he, I think he blew up a couple of Russian tanks, like with oh. a Panzerfaust, like with a, with an RPG, you know. And um, but when you start throwing children into the, like, that's like, yeah, you, you couldn't give it, like and, oh, throwing kids into the lot. Like the, the only soldiers we've got, right? We'll bang and them in men. front of us. They literally, they yeah, were anything, like anyone. And then yeah. where do you go? You run into your bunker, mm. a bunker again, hide, mm. and then kill yourself. So you were, and then people go, you know, bring up the Nazi flags, and they go, but you're, you're, you, who you sort of admire is there's the biggest child coward ever. <laughs> it's it's like when you say uh, you you find it funny when you know hip hop people talk about being pimps, and you're like, what? You want to yeah. be a sex trafficker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Traffic women. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. something to be proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like Hitler, Hitler. Um, was quite clear that he didn't want Germany to survive beyond him, basically. Yeah. He just said, we all need to, you know, and they don't deserve. Yeah, but it's all, it was all crap. Because I mean, they he failed. Was, he was saying he, did, he didn't like, um, what was he, he, he wasn't getting married because, um, you know, he, he was married to Germany. Goes, no, he was. He had his bird on the side, or his cousin, whatever. They, you did, like. get, they did get married um, in the bunker. Before they died, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he was still with her, so that was rubbish. So you must, I mean... I suppose they just don't look these things up, so they don't know. But you go, well, you must know he's a bloody coward. But again, they don't have care you about seen, Have you seen Downfall? Yeah. Have you seen Downfall? No. I've heard the night. I don't know what it's for. What it's, a German, it's a German film, and it's literally the last 48 hours in the bunker. And it's really, really good. Really Isn't good there film. something... I, I remember looking for it. It's where Germany won. There was some... Docu- I don't know if it's a BBC thing or... Um, there's been a few things um, of that. There's there's Man in the High Castle was on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. On, the, on that, my, Amazon was on that. Oh, yeah, it's a Philip K. Dick story. Yeah, there's a few. There's, oh, it's there's not quite, Hitler it's, then. It's or is it? Uh, well, it's it's in now. It's the idea that they've conquered America, and then it's is it set oh. now? Is it set in the present time or a few? Uh, I think it's in the fifties or sixties. But they basically won the war in uh, Japan, and uh, I don't think I think that they're sort of America's being pressed from both oh. sides. Yeah, it's like Japan and Germany are kind of almost in a state of cold war. You've got a tiny yeah. bit of for, of America and in the middle. And is it a short? Day. Yeah. Or yeah, is yeah. it that full movie? Or is it a uh, It's a TV series, isn't it? It's a series. I've series. Series. not watched it, to be honest. I don't do series. Uh, I watched the first episode. It was all right. Um, there's, I'm tr- I mean, it's quite a common thing in, in sort of fiction of what, what if. What I mean, if, there yeah. was a TV series, a British TV series, which I believe is based on a book, came out a couple of years ago. Um, some BBC or something. Yeah, I forgot what it's yeah. called now, so it's not great. But I don't, I don't look anything up. Did you ever? <laughs> watch the, did you ever watch the documentary about um, that? The, uh, it's a British thing about the meat eaters in the future, where they look back on people that are eating meat. Oh, like, is it the? Um, it's called Carnage. Carnage. It's Carnage something. Carnage. Something. Yeah, I think no, I think it's just called Carnage. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, Simon Amstel. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah. It was alright. I was looking it up. I thought, shall I invest some time? I've watched this. Is it any good? Yeah, it's quite yeah, interesting. And what's yeah. the sort of overall plot? It is a documentary looking so, back. So yeah, it? it's basically a documentary looking back on. And it's the, on Netflix, isn't it? Or is it? On uh, it's on iPlayer. It's on BBC iPlayer. It might be. It might oh, well be on Netflix. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be on um, <clears throat> Netflix. I'm not sure, but it's um, it's certainly on uh, BBC iPlayer. And it um, yeah, it's sort of it's kind of funny, but it's quite thought provoking at the same time. Yeah, they have all these people looking back, you know, very much pitying all the meat eaters, oh how wrong they were, and it's quite sad. And um, they have recreations, they have, you know, the last generation of meat eaters now remembering what it was like. Uh and, and there's sort of inserts of 
this is an advert that was used to explain why we, you know, this is an educational film that we used to explain why you, you like eating eggs isn't okay because it's to do with um, the egg industry is to do with, I think it's um, male it chicks are killed. Yeah. Was it was yeah. it an ethical reason then, or, or sort of environmental? Or both? Uh, both, really. I think it was more to do with an ethical kind of awakening. But okay. um, the, yeah, they what's have... the end, what's the ending result? Is it is there a balance that's made between? I the think two, uh, no. It's it's just that veganism is the is the right course. Oh, that's the narrative. It's that's okay. Veganism yeah. is the rightism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is um, uh, you say it was a comedy. No, it has comedic elements in it. So there's um there's oh, okay. a musical about a cow wishing it for its mother, uh, wishing for its uh, baby that's been taken away. Oh, I was but half she's in the boat then till you said she's that. Dairy, she's you... a dairy cow. But it's really funny. It's just a woman in a cow costume being like, he needs his mother's milk. Moo. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's really very... It's, okay, kind, it, it's kind of... It, it, yeah, it, 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 it kind of runs a fi- fine line, but it's quite funny, but also quite horrifying you know when it so, so it's satirical yeah it's yeah satirical. yeah yeah i suppose that's probably the simplest oh, okay. way of putting it yeah okay have you watched you watch many documentaries charles uh i used to my mate's super into documentaries and he's always recommending like uh, like stuff and and i very unfortunately i it sounds really good and i'm like oh i should definitely watch that but no, there's too much content yeah, yeah. yeah. i blame there's too much content <laughs> having said that though i watched one division last night what's that? okay yeah that is the new Marvel TV series. So Marvel, which ones are these now? Comic Hulk. book Hulk. Yeah, Hulk and yeah, Captain okay, America yeah. and Iron Man. Um, it's Wonder Maximoff and Vision, who died two films ago. Spoilers. We did. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. He died about two or three years ago, um, and all of a sudden they're in like a a six a fifties black and white sitcom. What? And it's played super straight. It's played just it, like... A, there's two episodes been released. Sitcom. I don't understand. Huh? I don't understand what you mean by it's played as a sitcom. What, what do you mean? It it's is, like it they're is. in a Dick Van Dyke... If they're like they're in the Dick Van Dyke show. Is what, that you mean like an alternative universe? Like they've been sucked into an alternative universe? Have they ended up there? I, I don't know. It hasn't explained it yet. Are it's they all really now 10 years younger? Have they gone for the sort of 18 yeah. to 25-year-old mark? No, it's <clears> these two characters and they are in a really cheesy, dated... Late 50s sitcom, yeah, black and white, echoey mono sound, and it's really cheesy comedy and budget, and it only winks at the audience once or twice in two episodes. And I'm like, and it has an intro, it has an intro, Mm. one division, and they had like little cheesy intro and stuff, and fake adverts. Oh, that was what I was going to ask you. Really weird. Fake adverts? Yeah, yeah, in it, yeah. But do they know they're in a weird place? Do they feel trapped? Not really. They they know they they there are there are a couple of bits where they're like, hang on, how why, how did we get here? That how long like have we been married? Turn, I don't understand what they're like. They're... How have we been? How long have we been married? And they're like, they, when they start to think about it, like the world gets a bit like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, okay. So right. they shake a bit. So you don't. It hasn't exp- hasn't shown its hand yet, <clears> and I'm really interested to see where it so goes. The the film we was talking about the other day. What was the the samurai? Is it samurai cop? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, it just makes me smile even when I think about it. It gives so much accidentally. Uh, it gives so much, so it might be. I put it on pot. I don't know because oh, it's genius. It, I love something like that. It's it gives so much. It actually gives more <laughs> than what my my level is of a bad movie, which was always um, a Hercules in New York. 
The problem is Hercules in New York has got some quite tender, sweet bits. So it takes it to another level. Whereas that is like, that's the definition of how to do a bad film. That That's yeah. like, the we've gone out ways to do a bad film. Everything's wrong. Everything yeah. at no yeah. point. And, uh, but you said you met the guy. Oh, no, no. I met the guy who did the room. Oh, Tommy. Oh, that's the other film you still yeah, need to watch. I forgot. I just because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, humble yeah. brag. <laughs> no, well, he was just one of these meet and greet things. I was I went for a showing at um, uh, the Prince Charles Theatre in um, uh, Soho, and he was there. And uh, I, I got him. To, I got a t-shirt upstairs that he signed, and uh, it was I think it's my birthday actually because my mate did a thing and like. He had a photo taken with him and he did a video saying, Happy birthday, Charlie, be good. <laughs> oh, that film, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, but that, that, see, guy, that, yeah. that hurt to watch. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> the other one, it was like they didn't, I don't know what the difference was. The, the American Samurai or Samurai Cop, Samurai Cop was bad in a different way. That <laughs> actually hurt me. I don't think I could watch that. It was so, it felt like there was something, I don't know, but the other ones felt like there was something wrong with them as well. I don't know. The, the, the room, room is technically is just on a technical level, just absolutely appalling and nonsensical. And I love watching acting, it with people guy. who's never who've never watched it before and watching their reaction because they just go, <laughs> "Wait, what? No, what? What's happening? What? Why? Why is this? Who's this person? Why is this person Lisa? being introduced? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Why are they suddenly wearing suits? <laughs> I mean, you could almost have a T-shirt just saying, "Lisa, you're tearing me apart," and everyone would know what that is. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I haven't seen it, and I know oh. all these things. I know <laughs> yeah, all these yeah. things. Like, oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, I mean, hi, Mark. <laughs> I know that. Anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> yeah, it's just so. Yeah, I did not hit her. I did not. I did oh, not. Hi, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Is this? Did I? Did the film skip? Where's the? Where's yeah. the? Now, if if ever the, you the want flower, to... the flower shop scene is a genius. Like, is oh, genius because it's like. I have dissected that scene a lot because I'm like, is it backwards? <laughs> like, is because none of it makes any sense. It's like they took all the lines and then just put them anywhere and like all the action. As well as it, you have to like, rewind to see if you missed something. Yeah, honestly, it's like it. It makes you. As someone else said this. They said they said watching it makes you forget how films should be structured and how normal. <laughs> <structured. laughs> just like what? But the yeah, the American cop. It, I don't Sam know what, Rock uh, Sam Rock yeah it's just the, it, the wigs see the wigs coming <laughs> <laughs> the wigs <laughs> it's so even. bad so <laughs> what Theo's trying to say is that it's in so this film bad. Samurai Cop in the midst of fight scenes you can see the guy uh, the, the eponymous Samurai Cop his <laughs> wig come fully off and then for example the person he'll be fighting with helps him put the wig back Ger- Gerald Nakamura there's a bit where he's fighting Gerald Nakamura <laughs> Like and yeah, and like there's a bit where he falls off and he sort of falls off, he gets in the headlock, falls off, and he he puts it back up. on, yeah. But yeah, Jeez. it was because he, he thought they'd finished filming. Mm. And then they called him back, but he'd shaved his hair and he had yeah, like yeah. a mullet. So yeah. put the wig just in the got on the pound store. But it's a beautiful it's a beautiful sort of ladies' wig as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's not even like a long haired man because men and no. women's hair is different. It's yeah. just Oh, it's and it God, just, it's just it's so just good. so obvious every time they cut to it you're just like yep and what i love oh. is that they obviously didn't shoot um like re, like in the same scene they obviously didn't shoot a lot of things in the same scene in the same location at the same time mm. um cuz sometimes they'll be like having a shootout in a room and then they'll cut to like a, a like a one shot of like a reverse shot or whatever of like a bad guy 
And you're like, that's not the same room. Different camera, different angle, <clears throat> the level lighting. Yeah. And the colored temperatures all over the place as well. Like, the thing I like, about the, the, why did the guy choose to have so much space above their heads? Like that, that's what was the everything's framed that? wrong. Yeah, yeah. Everything's framed utterly wrong. Yeah. So they're in the middle. They're in like the lower mid, mid, middle sort of part the, of the, do, of the do frame. Do you think yeah. that wasn't filmed as a, like, did they not know? Was that almost boiling on that could have been a comedy, like a good director directed that as a comedy? No, because he did. He did a whole bunch of others. He did oh, uh, right. "Killing American Style," uh, "Hollywood Cop." And I think there's another a "Gypsy Cop" or something. Which like well, you know what? You know the baddie in there that says, "I will come back and I will put that head on the." I will place his head on that piano. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was Maniac Cop. I knew I. I, I oh, yes, I, Robert I said that. The yeah, jaw. Yeah. Think, How could you I not recognise? Yeah, him? That's, <laughs> well, I couldn't place it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you was going to go to that, just shows if you say I'm going to Hollywood to become an actor, I'm like, mate, look at your face. Hmm. There's no, that's not going to happen. There's only he's in two movies, two great movies. Oh, he's in, he's in like uh, hundreds of B movies. Oh, right. He's okay. a, he's a B movie star. He was in um another one of the the director's films, previous film. Uh, I think he's in Killing American Style, and um that's on Amazon. And uh, yeah, again, he plays the bad guy in that. He plays like a ruthless bank robber. They kill so many people in that film. And it's, it's wild. Yeah. Who played, I'm not, I'm not being facetious when I say this. Who played the guy in uh, the share film mask? Really touching film. Oh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yeah. Do what mean, else did he do? Cause I recognize Um, He's well, he was originally going to be Martin McFly and you can see. Um, yes. There's, yeah, there's a couple yeah. of shots. Yeah. There's um, he was, Hang on, what's his name? I'm going to Google it. <clears throat> Eric Stoltz, so Eric and then Stoltz. Well, I just wonder how much makeup he had on Eric. Uh, uh, well, a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but I didn't know if it was somebody that had like a No, no, he doesn't have the, no. he didn't have the condition. He doesn't have a, um, I, know, we, I know what you mean, because there's um, in the original Clash of the Titans, the actor whose name escapes me and obviously I, 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 my internet will drop if I look yeah. it up. But no, the, no, the it, actor who played Calibos. The baddie, yeah, uh, he, was, had a, he had, he had a, a condition, yeah. yeah. So he had, I forget the name of the condition, and I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of it. This is actually what the condition is, um, is that you have, um, usually, again, you will have large hands, large feet, but also things like very pronounced cheekbones. So he had very jagged, yeah. you know, they almost looked like and it heavy was. And heavy, heavy, uh, yeah, heavy, eyes, yeah, yeah, heavy, um, oh, Eric Stoltz, yeah, he played yeah. the Rocky of Rocky Dennis. Now, yeah, so was, really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was in Pulp look... Fiction as well as the uh, heroin dealer. <clears throat> yeah, he's in. He's got a small role in Jerry Maguire. Heroin dealer. Who's the heroin? In dealer? the long with the long hair, the one who does who who shows um, Vincent Vega how to do yeah. the the, oh, the, the shots. Yeah, yeah. I can't it's remember quite, a lot of that film. Memorable. I can't remember. Yeah. That was the Bruce Willis, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and John Travolta. Part of it, yeah. Oh. I was I was listening to um, an autobiography and. Um, who was it? So it was, a, it was my one the uh, my uh, December change yeah. your life things. I thought right, I've got to do something because I'm always doing stuff. Let me think of something I haven't done for a while. So I thought let me listen to um, some random audio books. That was my just watch stuff. Oh god, there's so much that I've been doing. So, but anyway, so one of them was um, oh god, who was it? Bernie Mac, <clears throat> Madonna, Kenneth Williams. Um, and Demi Moore that popped up. I thought, so let, let me just bang it on. It's from a time where it's just the 80s where before social media come in, where you're going to get real stories. Do you know what I mean? Oh, now, I do you mean so, yeah, yeah. Um, so now you just, it's just, it's all PR. You can't do it. It's all written any, by. Yeah. I think uh, the last ones are the 80s after that. And that was, that's, you know, the 60s are the best ones because nobody cared then. But um, yeah, she was talking about that, that how they got together and all this and how he was quite, um, but it was just, 
the, the, from listening to the Madonna one and then her one, it was like I wasn't expecting the cliche of hollow celebrities jumping from marriage to marriage. And you sort of go, oh, God, they weren't. You don't want to believe it's that because you think, no, people are always more than that. But when it was her, and then, oh, God, the two of them, what's his name turned up in both of the audiobooks? Um, who was um, Madonna married to? Sean Penn? Yeah. Which <laughs> I knew I didn't like him. <clears throat> and when I listened to the Madonna one, I thought, oh, he's your typical rich, spoiled child who just thumping people and getting people paid off. Just a petulant child, a little abusive to her, calling her this and that. Part of that sort of Rat Packy. They they thought they were the Rat Pack. It wasn't like people named them the Rat Pack. But him and some of the other actors of that time when they were young, playing the up to pack, yeah, the brat, yeah, yeah. yeah, but playing up to it. And he was like a, a spoiled rich kid. He was just like, he was like a toddler. <clears throat> but then he popped up in Demi Moore's one as well because he, he knew Bruce Willis. So that had him and then Bruce Willis and thing and then the other fella and Madonna and you go, oh, they were just all, literally. I just want to be famous, like saying I just want to be famous. But um, the, yeah, that they were quite the, the Madonna one was like just I felt bad for her in the end, not bad because um, she hadn't learned anything. It was one of those things where I'd, after listening to the whole thing, I just thought she's learned nothing. There's no arc here. It's just even into her fifties. She's still acting like she was when she was twenty, just that insecure. She, that sort of thing. That it's because there's no, there's no fall down. There's no fall, is there? What's her? Yeah, and it's bouncing from she... one problem <clears throat> caused by you onto the next problem caused. But by what you. I mean is, she, you know, when was? I mean, there was maybe a brief lull. I think mid nineties, wasn't there? There was. Uh, I seem to recall because that song she did, Frozen, was a big, um, was seen as a comeback song. Um, but I mean, what we're talking a couple of years, so she's not had the I've lost everything, I'm back from no, no. zero. But that's None the that thing. But it, it was she she kept treating people badly mm. all the way through, hurting people that are nice, saying all I want is love, getting it, treating him badly. And it was and then because it was it, it must have been written like you know a while ago, because at the end. Is where she's her her new excuse of reinventing herself. She's always sort of bouncing. Well, I've got that. Okay. Well, I didn't want that. What I want is that. Oh, I got that. Okay. Well, what I want is that. You know that sort of thing. But she's just mm. trying to feed the new. She's always trying to be current. But um, it was a level of self delusion. But then when it, you get to sort of forty, and then it was like she was now at the at the end she's marrying Guy Ritchie and they're going to Scotland or wherever it was, mm. and she's talking. Like they're trying to end it on a high of like, oh, she needed to get away from America. That was that was the thing. But it was just one excuse after another throughout the life. You know, different types of people shouldn't be with him. Shouldn't be with him. Shouldn't be. No, it's you. And um, then she's going. I get to, uh, in England and away from the paparazzi and uh, I, the relaxed atmosphere. And it's just a castle. It's not all the big Hollywood. And then I remember her saying to him why they broke up because he's emotionally retarded as they're sort of playing up at the end of the book they're talking about the fact she's found this guy and but i'm thinking no i'm thinking about news reports when they broke up and she's calling yeah. him emotionally retarded yeah. and then she's like oh, um, and then she ended up saying like i don't like england and then she went back to america so when the book when it ended and they're, they're building up to like she's going to be happy and they're talking to people and know i've never known her this happy and all that. they go no she calls him emotionally <laughs> retarded and they break yeah. up and um but Demi Moore was the same one just there was one thing I felt bad with with Demi Moore um she was um 15 and her mum was like a proper 
Madonna had the opposite thing. Madonna pretended to have a bad life. She went to private school. Like she was well, she had everything she wanted, and she chose to just go off and be a rebel. She made up a lot of stuff in the book. They're saying that oh, she said she came to America. She only had thirty dollars. She arrived in New York with a suitcase, and the people were going, "No, hey, Madonna." She, I thought she was yeah. born in America, wasn't she? Mm. Oh, so, sorry, mistake. New York. She arrived in oh. New York. Um, she's from some small town. She went to she went to like a. Sorry, I was school. I was thinking I was imagining her much older than she is, like arriving on Ellis Island <laughs> yeah, yeah, as, a, yeah. as a lost urchin, like she's vetoed. Yeah, but yeah, and but, your new name is Madonna. <laughs> Do I get a surname? Madonna's no, you're a town poor, in just Italy. Madonna. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was saying how um, she arrived. <laughs> her big story is how she arrived in New York with one suitcase, and and her mate was like, "No, she was living there a year before, and she had loads of money. I saw it in a cupboard." And you go, "Oh, okay." And um, she was quite out and out saying, "Like, no, I just want to be famous." That's why she started dancing, and the dancing failed. She couldn't stick with it. She just it was too much hassle for her. And then she went to do the modelling. She didn't like that. And then she went on to the other thing. She she, she just ended up. She just wanted to be famous. She said, "I met a friend said I remember her crying on the floor." Just rolling about, like I just want to be famous. I just want to be famous, like that's, that. Just that, um, and um, but they say she's out now. She's always saying, "I want to be famous. I just want to be famous." Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what, what was I going to say? Um, so her thing was like a, a lot of crap. It was just a lot of I don't know what I want. Okay, I'll need somebody to love me. Get somebody to love me. Cheat on him. Okay, it was the wrong type of person. Somebody outside the industry. Go with him. Oh, I found love. It was amazing. Okay, I cheated on him. Okay, I found my, my bodyguard. You know, he looked after me in all these times. Okay, got with him. Okay, went back, cheated with my ex-boyfriend. And yeah, but it just kept, you can't keep making excuses the whole way through. Um, but it's just quite sad. But her, her story is mostly made up. All oh, the strong woman and all that. If you think what you think of Madonna, this creative, this strong woman, you go literally into her 40s. She was still riddled by insecurity, and it was always chasing a bloke, chasing some bloke. So it was all crap, all this strong woman. She's the opposite of a strong woman. It was just all PR. And the Demi Moore thing, her mum was like a, a serious alcoholic. The dad was a serious alcoholic, like, all through their lives. Like, right up until the mum died, she was still an alcoholic, causing her. She was, like, piggybacking off her success. Like, she'd done some quite iconic photography, Demi Moore, and her mum was doing it as well. Like to just make money oh off God. the back of her, like everything <clears throat> she did, she did it. They went to her. That she was, they were selling her. The mum was selling photographs of her as a kid to the, you know, all that. But a serious mm. alcoholic. The mum hated her. And when she was, she said, oh, "I was fifteen, and um, this older guy. She just started meeting him, and he was like thirty. And um, then he started picking up from school. She thought, well, you know, it's quite cool being picked up from school. Then he was sort of like they were going to a restaurant after school." And then he wouldn't leave her alone and she was starting to make excuses and leaving school early. And then she says, one day you know, I went home and um, I went in the house and he was in the house. And he said, like, where's my mum? What, what's going on here? And he said, uh, and he raped me. He, he, he was in the rape me. And um, he said, so some, a few weeks passed. Then they're moving home and this guy turns up to help them move the house. And the mum and the dad, the mum and her are talking. <clears throat> the mum and the fellow are talking. She said, I'm like frozen in the back of the car. Like thinking, what the hell? And then they go and the mum goes in and drops some, drops some stuff inside. And he turns around and says to her, how does it feel to be uh, pimped out for your mum for 500 quid? So the mum had given her, the guy, the keys to get in the house. for fi- like, it was. But the mum, throughout, she said, all through the success going into the act of doing it, all the years after she died, like 20 years after that, 
the mum was just causing her grief. And I was thinking, yeah. why do you put up with it? She kept saying, there was one point just before she died of cancer, she didn't, she said, now I've had kids, I can't have this woman in my life. I can't, I give her a house, I give her, she, she's selling stories, I ask her not to, she doesn't care, she does it anyway. She's gone, she's still knocking around with blokes like she's a kid. <clears throat> And she said, like, even when uh, she's dying, she said, I'll go and see her and try and ask for some closure and all, and all that. And she said, the best I've ever got about it, she said, oh, I wish things were different. That was it. But the whole life was just causing her grief. Mm. But I thought, okay, so she had a bad life, but she had heavy, heavy drug problems. She was put into AA for like cocaine rehabilitation and all that. Uh, but she was another one that was just sort of jumping around from like a bloke and then this got that bloke. And then well, she cheated on her husband the first time they got married. She cheated on him the night before they got married. You know, that sort of level. We go, there's no redeeming features for you here. I mean, well done for admitting it. Um, but I was going to say, typically with these sort of scumbag people, and, and, and so I know, what do you really think, though, Charles? <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah. really think? No, but pe- people who sort of uh, people who behave poorly, and you sort of see them, and you think, oh, that person's not a very nice person, has obvious moral moral deficiencies. Yeah. Um, like particularly a lot of uh, reality people and celebrities who are famous for being celebrities. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to feel sorry for them, find out who their parents are and what they've got yeah. up to. Yeah. And you're like, oh. I yeah, can yeah, see yeah. why you're like this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in in the Demi Moore book, she literally said like stuff with like um, the food addiction and different things. She was battling food, and but it was just her mum just caught and the fellas that her mum hang out with. She said she would take me to a bar just so sort of blokes would sort of chat us up, just so she could get somebody. And she's a kid, but the mum sort of like no didn't change at all from like yeah. being a horrendous person with a kid right up to death same thing yeah. the whole way through and then she's sort of chasing behind her trying to not be her but, but trying to figure out who she is but bouncing around from guy to guy and cheating on oh. him and then and you go oh, i don't know it's just this desperate like it's it was a cliche of like um just desperate but i mean who's the other one um oh god she was really messed up it was the 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 american loudmouth interviewee ruby wax that was it okay who sort of like was like no i'm completely effed up i'm completely effed up and rehab throughout the thing and therapy and you go oh, i don't know what i'm learning here it's it's becoming like a cocoon like hollywood a cocoon of just people that are just going to be laughed at like you're all messed up like it's this i can't feel this void inside me so i'm just gonna but everyone's sort of doing it to everyone else so like when she, uh, Madonna was like Sean Penn and he was slapping her about and he, at one point he tied her up and sat on top of her for two hours and she couldn't, she just sat there and then he'd be phoning her, where are you, who are you talking to? He was like a kid, a spoiled kid and they were married. And you go, they're just, just broken human beings, just desperate to be seen. It's not ambition. It's just trying to fill a void that they can't fill. That's what the non-stop thing is. I can't fill that void. It's a weird thing to want to be an actor, I think. Um, I need to be looked at. It's that thing of not being looked at. And even though you've been looked at all your life and you are world famous, they want to reinvent themselves because they have to be uh, seen as world famous uh, all the time. But then constantly <clears> complaining <throat> like that people follow me around. So it's that weird. Like you c- I think the thing is that I think I can understand wanting to be an actor. Uh, being famous, I just wanting to be papped all the time and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I, I find that very strange. Well, that was the thing. They, a lot of them mm. didn't. They, I mean, uh, Demi Moore wanted to be a, a model, but it fell on her lap, but then she got offered acting. Madonna didn't know what the hell she wanted to be. She wanted to be a singer. Then she wanted to be a band in a band, but she wanted to be a dancer, but a failed dancer. She said there was one point where she started doing ballet, and then 
she said, oh, my back's hurting all the time. And she said, yeah, the teacher said to me, yeah, that you, you, everyone's back hurts. Mm. And then she sort of thought, oh, I'll knock that on the head. And then joined the band and then she joined it with some guy and then she broke off on the band and started another band. And, uh, and, you know, and then she, because when she became a singer, she said that wasn't enough because now she was just seen as a singer. Oh, let me try acting. And you go, oh, for, at no point is there any sort of like, it's just a desperate person. <laughs> I've listened to this whole thing. Like just a desperate, but you didn't want to do anything. Um, the only one when I listened to the Kenneth Williams one was quite good. That was probably the best one because it really was. There was no social media cameras. There was no none of that back then. Um, so it was more focused on his story of a person wanting to be an actor. Um, but from his background as well. But his, And he his, was quite candid as well, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was, well. he was so funny that he, the way he would say... Uh, because he's from a working class, a real working class background, mm. but he was seen as this sort of patrician, so like the, 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 the lorded up. He said, he said, he would, um, his dad would like ate anything, ate queers, ate this, yeah, puffed us and this. And I mean, he's a hairdresser, but he said, he, well, I, used, I used to wind my dad up. He said, like, oh, hello, father, hello. And he goes, hello, what's hello? That's just a noise. What's hello? And so he's like, I come in, hello. And he said, you can he, said, he was out, like saying, I'm trying to be a, a posh person. When he went into the army, he was trying to act like the officers rather than the thing. But you got, that was, I think, I think I said before, when I listened to that, I was, it was depressing because when I listened to it, and that's from the 70s, I think that, that came out, it was, you'd forgotten those just characters without cameras following them around. You know, you just heard a life story. Yeah. And <clears throat> through it, you, you, you're sort of listening to it through the lens of all the sort of cultural changes that we've had now where you can't do this and you can't say it. Well, it sounds over the top. I'm not talking about extremes. I'm just talking about the little things that you don't notice until you go back to the 60s. And everyone was offending everybody in the clo local locker rooms. The women were having a go at the gay guys, calling them this, and they were having a go at the women, and she would sleep with them. And, the, the, you know. and you go, oh, yeah, you can't do any of that now. That's all gone. But you've got to hear it playing played out before you go... He's not being ironic. He's not saying that from the perspective of 2020. You go, oh, but that's all gone. All those characters and people being themselves. Now, the second you're famous, you've got the PR person, you've got the marketing person, and now you're a product inside of that, which you were before. Let's not, you know, MGM and all that. But now it's like it really is rammed down that you can't have any personality, you can't have any opinions. And um, <coughs> what I did, I was also... Bless you, Charles. I, I was I went back and I was listening to some of the the interviews with Michael Parkinson, you know, mm. from the when he's interviewing like Fred Astaire and all these people. Some, most of the people I didn't even know who they were, like a, a scientist or whatever. And again, it's one of those things. That I, I feel like one of the biggest secrets I've learned is to go and listen to people, the boring people, the people you don't heard of. Somebody's an architect from the fifties, just a gardener from the sixties. You just and the things you learn from going back far enough. And um, the Michael Parkinson's ones, which you can watch on YouTube, um, a lot of them, I don't know who they are. So I think, right, let me watch this. I don't know who it is. And my God, like, they're not all comedians. Do you know what I mean? They're not all playing up to the character. They look, some of them look like shit. They haven't ironed the shirt. Do you know what I mean? Just They're all smoking cigarettes, obviously. Um, but that was the 70s. I mean, most people are like crap. Yeah, but it was... <laughs> you watch and you hear, like, pauses. Like, and I realised... One of the things I suddenly realised was, hang on, the last five of these interviews, six of these interviews, five of them have had grey hair, just old guys, ruffled. And I thought, wow, you wouldn't... I just noticed that suddenly, oh, they've all had grey hair. Like, they're all old, old people. 
Um, and then there was one, I think it was a physicist or something like that. And they're talking about you're a high intellectual and people love the way you think and all this sort of thing. Never heard of him before. Um, and he's asking him stuff. And it, it's like those people have only two interesting lives because they come on about this, but they end up telling you about their parents. And so you're going way back. And there's moments in it where he's asking them a question and the guy's going, hmm. And then it's just silence as he's thinking for six or seven seconds. You go, oh, that's an adult having a reasoned thought before he answers something. Sm it's not, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That noise. It was like mostly... And I'm not talking about just that one bit. I'm not even just talking about that one bloke. There was times when he's asking people stuff and they stop and they think. And it's, you know, uh, and there was one bit actually. Um, and that guy, and he was talking about, he went, he was Jewish and uh, he, he went back to, what was he? Yeah, he was Jewish and he went back to visit Auschwitz and all that sort of. And he said, I didn't want to. And he's going to do a TV program. And he said, to be honest, I was going to try and rush it. He said, but when I was there, it sort of pulled me in. And there was one bit, and I'm telling you, it had like a 10 second pause of nothing they didn't cut away it was just sat on him and he's saying um um and i went about this and i saw that you know the, you've got collections of teeth and you've got collections of like wooden legs wooden rooms full of wooden legs and hair piled up and they've left it there and um he said the, the one that he said it was only small but he said there was one part where they had they, the germans had taken photographs of everyone that was coming through and he said you know, the saddest thing. And then there's a pause that just went on forever that you would never allow now. You'd mm. have seven cameras flicking backwards and forwards to the, cam the crew, the, 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 to his expression that you'd have you looking at the crowd, you know. And it wasn't. It just was on him. And he said, um, then he came back and he said, the, 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 the saddest thing was, he said, I don't know what it means, but um, in the photographs, they're all crying, which is a strange thing to see in a photograph. Do you know, you don't think, oh yeah, of course, but... To see people crying in a photograph, like that, that just added something else to it. But listening to that, I thought that was what an interview was. Yeah. Well, again, I'm not talking about one bloke, I'm talking about loads of them, where you had somebody on that had lived a life, grey hair, God forbid, on TV, somebody that's over 40, and you're asking them questions about their life and allowing them to answer with thought. Not, well, speed him up, speed him up, let's go, let's go. Do you know all that crap? But you can't do. But you go, I don't know when it stopped doing that. I don't know when, when did it become about the clicks? When did it become about, I've said before about, you know, comedies and things. It's not, you're not focused on the script anymore. You're focused on, well, the scripts are all crap. So what we now do is we have editors that just keep editing, edit the shit out of it. Keep the camera moving, keep flicking back between the screens. You go, when do people have the confidence to just allow things to play out and just film around people? Or is it that we don't leave, leave lives anymore? We have to do that because we don't live lives anymore. We don't have, we don't have introspection. We don't have straight. We don't think we don't have deep thought. You go, no, come on, speak, talk, tell us something new, be funny, do, do something act like, do give us a clip that we can edit. You know what I mean? Give us something. Do some we can lip pop, syncing. Yeah. Pop something that we need. Everything Juggle. But um, between that and the autobiographies and the thing, and I just thought, oh, God, yeah, it was one of those times again where I thought, oh, right, if you look back far enough, if you go back over that 40-year mark, just get back over there. Forget the, the millennium and all that. You've got to go further back. Oh, that's when people were interesting. That's when things were interesting. Um, but then... Um, oh, go on. No, that's okay. I was going to say, I, 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 I was th then I was thinking, because I always tried to make excuses against any opinions I have, and I thought, right, if you... Let's just take Michael Parkinson and you go, right, we're going to do it again today. So you take the the, the, the people that filmed it, it's all nice and your thing and blah, blah, blah. And 
do it today. You go, but then who would you speak to? Because it's the people. We're not living that type of life. And mm. There's no secrecy. There's no depth of thought. Nobody's saying, you know, I grew up and my parents went to Auschwitz. You know, you go, I, what? The, uh, the stories aren't there anymore because it's we slowly. Everyone's become amalgamated into one type of person. You're not allowed to offend anybody. Anybody that is famous is just famous for the acting of it. But there's no, there was no struggle behind because they were kids and then the money came into it. And and you go, I don't. Maybe there just aren't the stories anymore. It's not the fault of the editors and the TV programs. There's no stories there anymore. They're not having 60, 70-year-olds talk about their life. Or maybe it's all been played out. So you've heard about everything. Every article has been written about everybody in the 50 celebrity magazines. So there's no story where you'd have somebody on and go, right, talk to us about who you are. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's for sale and everything has been for sale. So maybe there aren't the people that have the stories anymore. That's the only thing I could think. Well, I, I was going to say that um, I, I've been watching a lot of daytime TV recently because I've been working from home, and um, uh, and and like on on this morning with uh, with Phil and Holly, lovely lovely daytime magazine show, uh, you know, where they interview celebrities and talk about what's happening in the world. Very very bland. Good to have them on the background when you're doing stuff. Yeah, they have their like weirdo slot. Where they get someone on who's is that what it's officially called? Well, I call it the weirdo slot. It's not like, a TV cool. program. It's just a it's noise to let you know you're not on your own. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally background. Yeah, yeah, it's just background to talk the gun out of your mouth. Yeah, um, it keeps me it keeps me. I don't oh, have yeah. to concentrate. I don't, well, I don't have to concentrate when I'm doing work and stuff. So it's fine. So that goes on the background and have the weirdo slot, which I do listen to. Um, and they used to get people on. Like I remember years ago, they used to get people on. They're like, oh, I like trains, or like. I got you know, or oh, I collect weird types of bamboo. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> hey, um, I don't know. I live in a hippie commune, and you're like, okay, yeah, weird, interesting people doing doing their thing and not caring. Nowadays, everyone's trying to plug their their uh, their YouTube channel, and everyone's yeah. trying to plug their Instagram. They had someone on. They had people on who they had someone on the other day whose dog was ugly. They oh, had an God. ugly dog. The jaw was all messed up, and the bottom teeth were out. It was a poor, poor dog, but he was very, he was fine, happy, and he had a loving family. Dogs getting on. I noticed that when they were interviewing them, they all had t-shirts, printed t-shirts, merch with like the YouTube address <clears> and like and their Instagram followers on Instagram, like all the kids and everyone had them. And I was like, yeah, this is this has just become um, a slot, just to literally plug your uh, plug your thing. Plus, that you know the quirky stories at the end of the news do that now, you know. And here's here's a lighter story, yeah. Like they had one the other day about some dude singing seed shanties on TikTok. Oh, TikTok. And the only reason they were getting him on, basically, he was just plugging his TikTok channel. And I'm That's like, I mean, do you okay. think, I mean, if I said to you now, I was going to bring Parkinson back, we can have three people on, it's an hour program, and he's going to talk to them for half or 45 minutes each, or however long. Who would you have on there, like that you'd go, right, that would be interesting? David, not entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think how old is he now? Do you know what I mean? And you've, oh, I mean, ninety something. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you'd have uh, to have old people. I'd, I'd be quite interested to know a bit more about Richard Osman. Who's he? He's the pointless guy. I don't know what that is. Oh, the tall dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's quite funny he's, as well. Yeah, he's very, good. but he's very. Uh, but see, you're going for the entertaining. You're not. There's not going to be a lot of depth. No, but behind. I think he's going. No, no, he's got a massive. He's a clever depth. guy. Yeah, yeah he's but very again, clever. see, that's what I mean. You're, you're going for the entertainment thing. There's no sto- Who's got a story behind them? Who's like well, we something? Going- that's what you'd find out. No, but yeah. that's yeah. why I'd want him to have because I don't I know anything doubt. about it. 
it would be, you know, me mother was an English teacher, me father was a thing, and he's a gardening business. And yeah, the you, you want someone who was like, from Twickenham. the age of five, I was knife fighting with giant <laughs> coal, rats on in an alley. Dragging coal up of mine. The Wheel of Torment. I spent yeah. 15 years on the Wheel of Torment. Just, not even, just something, just somebody that hasn't, isn't worried about the... The bloody PR, just, just well. In that just case, just have um, uh, um, what's his face, Tyson Fury. He'll just say whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they might be able to show territory it, there. Yeah. That's. I mean, when he was dressing up as Batman and all that, and you go, <laughs> okay, so in his sort of child's mind, he's trying to go, oh look at me, I'll be a showman. You go, no, mate, that's not a showman. I know what you're trying to do, but that's really you need somebody to direct it. That's not what you do because you make yourself look bad. But when he's doing that, you go. That is mental health. Now, the fact that he came out and said, with yeah. mental health problems, but nobody's going, right, he's got mental health problems. Like, that's not a normal for a heavyweight boxer to be running in, wearing all that potato, potato, Batman stuff and then running out. Again. Yeah. That's not, that's not, a, like, that needs, you need help, mate. That's not, a, yeah. you're not a showman. You're embarrassing it. That's freak show stuff. That's the difference. It's not a show. That's freak show. You've turned yourself into a freak show, which is what yeah. everything is now. Everything is how freaky can I be? It's sort of like a, a dulled down version of the, the Colosseum. Like how extreme can we get? It doesn't matter that you're embarrassing yourself or making a fool of yourself. It's just, am I being looked at? So forget, it gets clicks, though. It does get clicks. I watch. But that's what I mean. Uh, but the clicks is yeah. you sell everything's for sale. Everything's yeah. for sale. But Everything's been monetized. That's what I was trying to say with the, the freak show bit on the daytime TV. <laughs> Everyone's trying to monetize yeah. their, their thing. They, they, oh, this is my little niche thing. And I'm going to try and monetize it. I'm going to try and, try and get some money out of it. With this everyone thing. being the celebrity, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, everyone's got their own channel. I, my, the world is me. I remember there was, um, I was reading something. It was a woman who, I think she'd killed herself, but she was like doing self-improvement. She'd written like 13 self-improvement books and ended up killing herself. Um, and uh, there was a video, YouTube thing, but you, you're watching people on the YouTube channels and it's like, they're, they're just in their room. I mean, it's come down just to that. It's me mm. staring at a camera and all you're watching play out. <laughs> all, that, all you're watching yeah. play out is them in their bedroom there's some glass houses here. And the, yeah, watch. <laughs> no, 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 because this is we're actually taught with discussion. This is just, uh, but it's people that just go, they're just in their bedroom and you can see their sort of neuroses playing out and you know that if you're just, all they care about is that camera focused on them. There's no outside life. Nothing matters outside. All that I care about is my followers and my TikToks and my thing. But when you're watching them, some of them, you go, you know that person's got mental health problems because they're so extreme. They're so <laughs> sort of stupid and get everything quickly edited. And how much time have you just sat in this bedroom editing things like this? And their social skills will have dropped off, which means they all their life is completely absorbed in this one channel. But their world has just gone down to just this one stream. And that's where you get these, what are they called? The, the, we spoke about it before, the Ikikomoris. You know, the people in, um, is it China or Japan? Japan, Japan, I think it is. Yeah, where they've just, they now just live in their rooms and they're connected to the internet and that is it. And as I've said before, what I found out years ago is your social skills drop off. You are you because you're held in by your experiences that have to be topped <laughs> up. And when you take that away, you you and so you get these freak show people that are in um, uh, the, the, the YouTube channels, and that's all they do. That's all that their money is tied up in it. It's, uh, everything's tied up in them being on the YouTube channel all day. And you go, that is 
there's a massive mental health problem coming out because this is the people fast doing it. We haven't got the backlash of when they're 50 and nobody cares anymore. And all these people start, their whole life has just been being stared at by a screen. And now nobody's looking at that screen anymore because you're over 40 or whatever. Um, but yeah, I saw one the other day. It wasn't like particularly extreme. But I just thought that person's got mental health problems and he's fairly indicative of a lot of these people that just have their YouTube channel and that's all they do. Just, I was going to say shout out to a camera. Hey Streaming. guys, like, share and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. And what's and all the hey it. guys? When did that become a, like, I watch for cadences, invo- like, hey guys is one thing. Politicians, I've noticed over the last few years, I can't remember the last ones were, every five years, their openings change and the recent one is look. They never used to say look. And it's like, I started to go, right, I can't remember what the last ones were, but every five years, they start the sentence with a different thing. And this recent one now is, look, and I noticed it went from England to America. Again, I'm watching these things. So they all say, so tell us about the thing, and, you know, the money went missing, and they go, look. And it's like, but surely somebody's told you to say, because they're all doing it. So, but you can't start a sentence with the word, look, because what that says is, I'm, if, I can't say to you, what's two add two? And you go, look. And you go, no, right, you're not going to answer me, are you? You're not. <coughs> so the people died and the bomb went off. Look. No, 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 no. I'll ask you a well, question. This is, uh, this is Matt Hancock on uh, Good Morning Britain where um, he was saying, oh, it's great that we've got this uh, free food scheme, but it's a shame, you know, because there was this scandal that it was meant to be £30 and that it was, <coughs> and there, you know, it was a pathetic amount of food. It was for five, you know, initially it was like, oh, this is meant to last... Um, couple of weeks and they're like no 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 it's meant to last five days and you look at it and you go that's still not enough for five days it was like a loaf of bread a, a block of a cheese very, <laughs> like a small a, uh, two moldy potatoes two carrots um, there were yeah there were a couple of like little those yogurt tubes yeah. um a tin of beans so a tin of beans you go well they're a pasta without anything to go on it a tomato yeah. loose in, pasta yeah in like some loose pictures, pasta yeah yeah in but some they'll pictures, be looking at the, it was, they'll be looking at the serving suggestions that tin of beans will say like serves four and the government go well it says uh, serves four no, no, be, no. Be, but it's just it was stuff like you know people getting these parcels and sometimes it was like the tomato was cut in half and you go imagine being that person yeah. who fucking cuts a tomato anyhow so um, Matt Hancock was on, you know, saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's really bad. It's great. We've got this good. And Piers Morgan was going, well, if it's so great, why did you keep re- keep voting against it in the Commons? <laughs> well, it's great that we've got it. He goes, yeah, 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 it is. But why Why did you keep, Why did you vote for it to not happen in the first place? Well, look, it's great that we've got And it just yeah. kept going round yeah, and yeah. round and round. And but you there's just, this obfuscating, yeah. like not answering anything. Look, well, watch it now. Anytime you hear a politician talk, they ask him a question and you'll hear the word, look. But mm. you go, what's, uh, is that just like a social media? Have you all just heard that? Or is it just, it's like, it's just spread and you've realised, oh, it's a good way of not answering something. It's to start with, again, what's two or two? You wouldn't go, look. You go, no, I just asked you a question. Just, so they don't answer nothing. Um, I heard the Prime Minister literally like, he was doing a press conference about Corona, they had one of the daily briefings. And he said, um, they said, okay, I forget what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, how are you, you know, a vaccination? How are you going to... No, oh, that was it. Um, they said that some survey, um, nine out of ten people are still don't really get that being in a confined space is um, is, is a very dodgy and, and a very high-risk factor, yeah, in spreading the, the disease. How are you going to um, educate people and spread this message more? And he's like, hmm, I get what you're saying, Um and what you're really talking about is vaccination rates. So, no, the vaccination rates are really good. And we're doing a really good job. And the guy was just like, I was like, I hope he asked a follow-up question, yeah. the same question. Yeah. And they didn't let him 
then, yeah. then back with, it, with another one. There was, um, I listened to uh, one of these audiobooks, was uh, James O'Brien, I think it is. He's a, a radio presenter in London. LBC is very, yeah. Yeah, what was it? I um, listened to him quite a bit, actually. It's, uh, it's called how not to be right in a world gone wrong no he's done two how not he's to be couple, yeah. how to be right in a world gone wrong and how to be wrong you know, something he's done like one that's back he, he pointed okay. out times <clears throat> where he didn't have an answer for things and how he had to reevaluate because he's in a lot of therapy he went to a lot of therapy um and it's him about under it's quite childish i was surprised how childish the, the psychology was the therapy he went to I didn't realise it was that base. I thought because he, he sounds like a smart guy, but it's very basic stuff. But um, he talks about when he spoke to um, Nigel Farage, who's I don't know how you explain him quickly to people who don't know who Nigel Farage is. He's a sort of right wing <laughs> politician who's slightly racist. Uh, yeah, not. slightly. Um, I would say a populist politician, <laughs> Euro skeptic. Yeah, yeah. Put it. And he yeah. says, um, uh, he's, he said when he came on, he wasn't expecting that. He thought he'd just come on and sort of batter me again, but he came on. And then he was talking about, you know, the, the people. And he said, it was specifically, he said um, he was offended because he was on a train and he heard speak people speaking a foreign language. And then he got into it and he said, um, <clears throat> Isn't your wife German? And he went, yeah. And he goes, yeah. don't they, doesn't she speak? And you but, speak German at home, yes. Yeah, he said, well, surely she speaks German. And her kids speak German. But yeah, said, well, don't they speak German when they're out? And we go, well, probably not. He goes, well, why would you think that? And then he says, um, uh, so what's the difference? He goes, so you wouldn't mind, you say you had a problem living next to a, a group of Romanian guys. And um, he goes, okay, so you wouldn't have a problem living next to a German woman. And he went through, he said, this is when I realised he'd messed up. He said, he said, he said, "Yeah, but you know the difference." He got, "You know the difference." Yeah. And he went, "No, sorry, same, I don't." Yeah. And he go, "Oh right." He said, "Yeah, look, you know the difference." He go, "No, I don't." She doesn't speak English, and he, yeah. Well, and he realised that. Oh, like I've cornered myself here. Um, uh, I've I've seen that interview, and basically he sort of straddles. He reaches over the desk, straddles him, and uh, verbally bashes him in the face. Nigel yeah. Farage in the face for about 10, 15 Well, minutes. when you hear somebody off camera going, uh, the, the interview was uh, scheduled for 15, but you go, oh, right, lovely. This is anything yeah, that I'm winning now. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was talking about that. What else? And he, there was something interesting. It wasn't a very long book. It was only about four hours because it was more about the subject matter of the, arguments. The, there was another one as well. Nick Ferrara, I think, uh, interviewed on LBC again. Uh, Boris, I think it was. And he started off with, so, uh, how many children do you have? <laughs> this is when he's running. He's like, oh, well, uh, you know, I don't. He goes, okay, we'll come back to that. And then he kept on asking him every couple of questions. So, you ready? Uh, you, found, you you remember how many children you have? Oh, well, he's yeah, like, oh, well, uh, 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 well, you know, something in Greek. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 as Marcus Aurelius would say. Yeah, did it, if you get him, sort of corner him and he starts to panic, he, he reverts to his base level of sort of stuttering. Maximus Victorious. This guy's got nothing. There's no substance. You know what I mean? He has no answers to these. Same thing with Reese Mogg as well. Jacob Reese Mogg, another politician. When they actually hear him discuss policy, I remember he was cornered once about education and they actually had to talk about the education policy. He didn't have a clue what he was talking about. And and they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Latin quote's fine. Yeah. What about the education part? And he was like utterly floundering. It was really fun to watch. <laughs> but he's an, I mean, he's a caricature of like a really should never have had any power. Just a rich bloke, <laughs> te- a rich bloke, very rich bloke, telling people how they should live their lives on nothing. Do you know what I mean? Just one of these disgusting human beings. Yeah. I watched him when he, they, they had a thing about him and he was doing, what do they call it when... Um, 
instead of <coughs> you, 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 you tread water time wise in the House of Commons, there's a word for it. You do oh, something. um, filibustering, filibustering, and there are trying to get a thing pushed in before that, and he's just talking nonsense. They go. That really is criminal. Do you know, you're supposed to be there to serve it and you're just playing games with human being lives. But they've reached that level, like the Americans, a lot of them, where they've just been doing something for so long that they're now no longer um, sensible people. They've now lost touch completely. They're, they're, this thing of serving people, that's in the background. That has to be attended to every now and again to keep your job. But it's actually more about you and your money and your own sort of proclivities for power and what you feel. I was raised Catholic, and we have a thing called the servant's heart. What's that? Have you seen, have no. you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger and his no. little speech he gave about the uh, incident on the sick? I guess we don't know. No, what was this? No, why was he gave that? I did see the thing on Twitter, wasn't it? Was <laughs> so he's come and said something about the, the riot thing? Yes, about, about, and honestly, it was very corny and very cheesy. But it had its like, own music, didn't it? It had its own uh, score. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weeping no. musical score. It didn't score. need it. It didn't need it because what he said, I, I would honestly recommend watching it. Type in Al Schwarzenegger. I think it was quite well done, yeah. Honestly, and you're like, oh, he was like, you know, and it was like, hey, we're better than this. Where are you? But like, it, it, it was all lip service, but as I said, sometimes it's nice to, to hear it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. nice to hear the, the lip service. And at the very end, he goes, this, he picks up a sword, he goes, this sword is the Cormnant sword. Oh, no. <laughs> like, talks about how American, American democracy was forged in the heat oh, yeah. of the fire. Yeah, but everyone under 30 is going, what, who's it? what is he talking about? No, it was a film. It was a film. Yeah, but then they should go watch Conan because it's awesome. But, but he, to have a score. I mean, was it directed yeah. by James Cameron, this, this, <laughs> this, this Periscope but, video? <laughs> but no, no, it wasn't. He talks about, I mean, he's, he's quite open. He, talk, he, he compares the, the thing on the 6th to Crystal Knocked. Um, he uh, talks about his father, who was a Nazi police officer, his party member police officer, and how he would beat them and stuff, and the fallout of knowing people who were in the regime when he, you know, because he was grew up in, he was born in forty seven in Austria, so people around him, the older people, they were involved, they knew stuff, and and you know, it, it was all the, um, you know, the the evil and the science of good men, you know what I mean? So it's very cheesy, very corny, but I was like. He's got my yeah, but yeah. We'll oh, take wait, anything. Take anything. Right yeah, any sort. We'll take anything now. Yes. But then I remember when he took over the Apprentice after Donald Trump, and you know he said a lot of nice things about him then. So it's this thing of like somebody just having a life opinion and stick with it. All this jumping around, and now people are saying stuff. It was like when the um, what was it when all the actors started saying, "I'm going to oh, if Trump gets in, I'm going to leave America." So somebody printed out all the people that said blah blah. I'm going to. I think two did out like twelve, and the rest of them no, still there. And you go. Just somebody stand for something. Just come on. Your your agent and your PR man aren't more important than your dignity. But actually they are. So it's like But I, I hear that every election. I hear that in this country. Oh, if Labour get in, if the yeah. Tories get in, I'm gonna oh, move to Spain. It's just like, all right then. Yeah. Well, See ya. Yeah. It's like Trump talk. I mean, it is now. I heard him talk. I can't even hear his voice. It's like somebody going, meh. You go, oh, just stop. It's just noise. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say you're going to do. Don't care what you say anything. I don't, it just, you're just making noise now. Just go away because you say one thing, then you say another. You don't know what you're bloody saying. If, if you are saying anything in your head, just reading the bloody script. Uh, oh, I did see it. There was a uh, Fox News. Who's on Fox News? Give me the, not Sean Hannity, the other one. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. And you go, yeah, I was watching it 
And he's clearly reading from a script. I mean, not even in a good way. You'd think he'd be quite experienced in it. And he's doing all this weird frowning and, oh, I can't he has, no, he does oh, this. He does this expression. When anyone talks to him, he goes... Yeah, but, yeah, he's, he's got like, that weird, like... But when he's like, talking... Kind of like, what? Even when they're saying something perfectly normal. A triangle yeah. is a shape with three sides. Yeah, yeah, he's like, and he's going... <laughs> Like utterly, like kind of. Maybe that is news to him. <laughs> it just looks so confused. Yeah, but like the, this, you know. the way he reads read the script is how an adult would talk to a child. Do you know what I mean? It's just like I would do da 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 da, and I can't believe this thing. And you go, and you go. He does, and seem they like couldn't talk- put him back together again. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I think it's like a. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it is that where he's like it. It's like somebody's really bad at acting. You go, oh, he doesn't realise he's bad at acting. But he, so he's saying the words and making these weird eye movements. And ha- I just can't believe this thing. And can you believe And you go, are you talking to like children? Like, is, I mean, you've yes. made, you are. But I don't think he knows he's doing it. But the acting's so bad. The reading the script is so bad. And then I was thinking, these are obviously pre-written, these scripts. So he's, who's he? He's just, he literally just turns up. And reads an autoprompter the whole way through. There's no going off the script. And I, and you go, well, you know, not- his chief, one of his chief uh, scriptwriters uh, was fired a while ago, six, seven months that ago. That rings a bell, yeah. Because he, he came say? out, because uh, it came out he was a white supremacist. That was it, right, Effectively yeah, yeah, a Nazi. Yeah. Nice. Uh, lots, lots of chat logs were leaked where it, he was on a white supremacist uh, forum, I think, a secret <laughs> closed forum. And lots of chat leaks were, were leaked. And he was uh, bragging about how he was slipping in. Uh, white supremacy and, and fascist um, talking points into the speeches. Listen, all these right-wingers, the, the Sean Hannity's and the whatever, Tucker Carlson's and all these people that hate for no reason, these politicians for the hate, it, as I've said before, it's all going to come down to some self-loathing, probably some sort of perversion, hidden perversion inside them. So I hate the world. They hate everyone. There's no, the blacks, they could go back to the Irish. If you got rid of the black people, they'd go back to the Irish and the Italians. Do you know what I mean? They'll find anything oh, until yeah. they're just on their own beating their wife up. Do you know, that's where it all goes back to. So just giving these people a bloody noise. But the Fox, I don't know why the Fox channel doesn't, I mean, a lot of their advertisers have left now, haven't they? They're like, they're struggling a bit because people just know we can't be tied to this. I remember about six months ago, they all started dropping off. I think that's where old pillow man started popping up wasn't it what was his name oh um, ceo I, was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he I, was advertising because like but it's like well he's notable because he's the one bloke but he came out of the they he came out of the white house the other day did you see it where he came out and he had the piece of paper under his arm he's meeting with trump tree somebody, what was it martial law if necessary yeah, somebody zoomed in on the piece of paper that he had like he still hasn't realized that they've got long lens camera and he had an a4 pad with the white bit showing with all the writing and it was like yeah the, the thing there and the treason and martial law and <laughs> some sometimes people do that on purpose i feel oh because yeah, but that's what i thought but i thought no they're too stupid to, they're, they're too stupid to that yeah purpose. but um, but just buy some of those just buy like just close the book. <laughs> well, no, just buy some book things, some of those book things, you know, the overclose you can put documents in. Just yeah. have, a, have a stack of those by the door. Have a briefcase. Anything. Have a stack of those said, by the door. Close the spare. front page. Get yeah, the so you can pad. just hand them out. You can just hand them out to people. Just but this so, is just a bloke no who runs a, a company with pillows. I mean, why is he leaving the White House with stuff about martial law under his arm? I mean, you really get desperate for friends now. Because Trump, that's the only people yeah. who talk to Money, Trump. Money, yeah, lunatics. You've only got the lunatics left. Yeah. Uh, oh god! Uh, so what are we going to do when Trump's out? I mean, he's not got he, the the sort of enter- he's kept us entertained while the the coronavirus has swept through the nation. He's allowed that to sweep through, but he's kept us entertained the whole way through. Um, yeah, we'll have to yeah, go back. Uh, to- he's, he's fu- yeah, he'd be a funny guy if, if 
so many people hadn't died. You know what I mean? It'd almost be like, well, you know, you entertained us, well, we, but then what, you look at what the death day are we now? What day? So is he out this week? Coming this week? Yeah. Oh, so this is our last show. So what fingers happens? crossed. Touch wood, man. Come on. Like, so I'm Wednesday the then, day. I guess. Yeah, I think it's Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we'll be interested to see. So what's that, what's he said? I haven't. I honestly I haven't paid any attention. I didn't even hear the speech he did before the, they marched on. I think I've just given up on him. So what's he saying now about what's happening on the day or whatever? He's, he's not quite going. quiet. He's not going though. He's oh, he's not going not to the going. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they? Are they usually ceremonial? You're expected. You're expected yeah. to be there. Yeah, I think he's the first one since 1869 to not be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, just going to stop pretending now. I don't care about all this crap. I don't care. There was a woman, um, was it a, oh, I can't remember who it was now. It was someone loading people that were inside the thing. And he was saying, while things are so bad, it's because there's no actual head of the government at the moment when Trump's there. Because what he says is, he's not bothered about the, the health care and the, the this and then the, that. He cares a bit about the army because he can show off tanks and cards and things. But he doesn't care about any of this stuff. So when people come to him, what do you think we should do? He just says, look, you know what you're doing. Go and sort it out. Let me get back to Twitter. You, well, healthcare, right, go and sort it. You know what you're doing. Just go and do it. I don't want to know. So you've got all these people that sort of become fractured where there's nobody at the head going, we have to sort of work this out. Everyone is just doing their own thing. And then because yeah. they like the fact that he's got no interest in any of these budgeting things and all that, they're all starting to do their own bloody things and cream bits of money off and make little things. Because there's nobody in charge. There's like nobody in charge. All he cares about is him and Twitter and a little bit about the army. We can get him to sign off. He, I, I'm, I'm sure he's one of these dudes who you just stick a piece yeah. of it and goes, oh, here's the new uh, education policy or whatever. He's like, yeah, I've, I've got sure, 10 is new it good? people. And they go, my, oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's the best. He's like, cool, yeah. sign my, so I've, I've got four jobs here. My cousin, we've got surnames. Are yours? Yeah, 200,000 yeah, a year. Could you sign it? It's a, very complicated. It's a, ten paper, it's a stack of paperwork. Uh, could you just sign up? Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's as much yeah. as you care. Here's all the happened? notes you have to read. He'll be like, oh, no. What no, happened no, to their healthcare plan? That healthcare plan that was going to come. It's coming. He doesn't even know what it is. He doesn't know. He doesn't understand the Constitution. He doesn't know the Bible stuff. Yeah, I'm any day now, I any day yeah. now, that healthcare plan is going to be amazing. When he said, when they actually, and and it's because they're not doing it. They genuinely sort of did believe he was religious when he went to do that speech, you know, last year or whatever. And he's being interviewed for the channel, the Christian channel, and saying, "So, can you tell us some of your favourite, uh, uh, um, what do you call it, the paragraphs in the Bible?" And you go, "Bible well, verses, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a very, it's a very personal thing." So you go, well, "It's a very personal, just thing. all of it." You know, when people and he said, "Which one like, do you put? What's it from? Uh, the uh, the Bible, do, Old Testament, or New Testament?" He goes. I like both. I think both. Yeah, they both are good. Oh, come yeah. on, you surely must have gone. Tell me one line from the Bible that I can pull out if needed. Like, just give me one. Didn't even do that. I mean, going holding up the Bible upside down outside the thing and then sodding off, and the priest was like, "He didn't even ask." That's that, that's um, that's not. In fact, that's a sort of anti-Christian. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. That's the anti. Not yeah, that's the. I mean, symbol. and tear gassing yeah, people out the way <laughs> so you can go and hold a Bible up, but to just go and go. Well, that's me done. <laughs> Nothing. You're not going to go in the church at least for five seconds. Have a photograph with the priest. No. The priest said he just turned up and sodded off. Didn't even ask. No. It was just tear gas <laughs> as he's gone. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So let's uh, let's wind this uh, we'll, down. We'll miss him. We'll miss him when he's gone, won't we? Yeah, he's a little weak. Shall we? Yeah. No. Um, well, anything going on? Anything exciting? Uh, no, we're in the middle of the lockdown thing. <laughs> but obviously something. You're writing a script. You're writing an award-winning script. I can, I can see it. Is there anything happening? Uh, I'm working on some uh, scripts, yeah. 
Anything exciting? Zombies? Uh, well, there's a sequel to the one that's aliens and zombies in it. So yeah, <laughs> aliens Alien, and zombies. zombies. Yeah, it gives, is there something you can loosely? How do they meet? How do they cross paths? Well, no, it's because aliens land and then they basically met, turn people into zombies to be like the foot soldiers. Because there's only a few of them at a time. Oh, okay, like Plan the, Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it, but oh, yeah. Okay. And what's happening in your Marvel universe, uh, uh, Charles? Anything? Yeah, like... working on a few things. Uh, back at work again. Um, yeah, you're earning some good money, Charles. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. Are you like the Demi Moore time. thing on the bed with the money, throwing the money? <laughs> no, not quite. I'm there. earning. I'm earning good money. Yeah. For okay. Doing, so. Oh, that's good. Are you ordering comic books online? Uh, I'm having to stock. So I'm running out of room. Stock. <laughs> <laughs> Is the floor Honestly, creaking? <laughs> Uh, okay kind of yeah, yeah no but i'm running out of space in my bookcase thing i i realized like i was like oh god um yeah i've got nowhere to put stuff and i've got a whole bunch of stuff pre-ordered as well so um. <laughs> this is right really odd this is very niche but but you know in um um in the comedy bottom adrian yeah, yes, yes, Royal yes. Yeah, yeah. and there's only about I 10 love people bottom, that know what yeah. i'm talking about now but yeah I, oh that was great that was it that was fantastic and um just reminded me there was a funny bit where um um oh what was it there was a saying somebody was on that demi moore book actually there was a director and he was saying um i thought oh that makes sense he was saying you've got to think that nuance personal nuance is ubiquity the more nuanced you are the more people have that nuanced feeling that they don't get talk about do you know what i mean they'll be okay. by somebody very specific to you yeah. do you think no nobody's interested in that you go oh that's the thing that never gets talked about that everyone would go oh yeah that's that's me um but anyway so uh, the, the the bottom he says there's what there's one where um he thinks he sees the fortune teller and he says like you're gonna die tonight sort of thing <laughs> and then he, he's hiding under this tent in the um in the downstairs and he goes and he, he's upstairs he can all bang and he goes what you got up there for he said oh i was just pushing the piano in the middle of the room <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking hey that's i thought why have they got a piano upstairs <laughs> but just a <laughs> i'll just point the yeah. piano in the middle of the room <laughs> Oh god! Anyway, well there you go. We, we've laughed. Nobody knows what we're talking about. If you want no. niche, that is niche, my friend. Yeah, um, early nineties uh, slapstick BBC comedy at yeah, yeah. its finest. Yeah, he was actually a very good actor. Rick, uh, uh, what was his name? Rick, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick Mayo. Rick yeah, yeah, he was a good actor. Um, okay, so that, yeah, there you go. I did a pilgrimage to the uh, to the the, the bench. Oh, oh what's this? What's this? Ago. You know the bottom uh, bench. Yeah, the bottom bench. Where they shoot the intro bits, you know the intro bit where they just sat on this bench in the middle of like punching each other, basically, and they get into a fist fight. It's the opening of the TV show. Oh, it was, it was oh, just there. after he, where yeah, is just it? after where he died. Uh, it's in Hammersmith. It's oh, just, is it Hammersmith? Because that's yeah, yeah. where they said it was filmed, weren't they? Yeah, I'm from so, Hammersmith. Yeah. Um, oh. It was just after he died, and there were lots of tributes and flowers. Oh, and stuff. Right. Does it say anything on there about that? Uh, it, at this the time, is... it was just literally covered, and they so had the things where Rick is dead. Rick is dead. The people's poet is dead. You know, they're a bit from the young ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, the young ones. Now we're down to about two people that know what we're talking about. God, that. What year? When were they? When did that play out? What were the young ones? Well, that wasn't the 70s, was it? 80s? That was 80s, yeah. Uh, oh, it was Alexis Sale and then Ben Elton. Yeah. There was a lot of talent come out of that. Bloody hell. Mm -hmm. Think about it now. There's all the alternative comedians at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, there you go. That's the show. So, yeah, we are going to milk this because I refuse to go into the new studio until it's our second album, one second series. <laughs> so, so this is episode 99.6. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. pathetic, but you know, we're being <laughs> honest about it. Um, otherwise, I would have held out. I'm not doing it until we're in the new place. 
Um, Fair enough. Which I've got to go and shift some stuff. Yeah, it's an infinite number tomorrow. of decimal places. I mean, we can keep on going for a while. I had a couple of tables delivered and it came in about 50 bits. I was like, oh, Christ almighty. So now I've got a, a bloody Allen key. <laughs> With about 50 little different tiny sockets. Ones. You're just yeah, like, <laughs> I'm looking at just a stack of screws. Um, anyway, so that, that's your 99.6. Uh, and <laughs> so next week, 99.6. So what, what trajectory are we on? If you were to calculate the trajectory of shows... When would 100 be? What what month, day of the month? So this Sunday is what? Date. What? This Sunday coming <laughs> would be what? Next Saturday's week would be what? Date. 99.7. I feel this is an off-air conversation. No, it's <laughs> be the end of February. It's a free end... podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, it, it would be mid-February, would it? Um, the last sure, show? why not? Four, four weeks. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um... Oh, well, that's the show then. Oh, we, I yeah. mean, you blew it there. Well, we went out, we was doing all right then. We shouldn't have had the production, oh, post-production well, what's meeting. What's this week? shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next week's show, ladies and gentlemen. You were doing uh, the we'll outro. All, and like, as yeah. usual, we're all in agreement. I was hoping yeah. Karen would have cut us off by now, to be honest. He should know better. Um, <laughs> but that's the show, 99.6. Is. is that the yes. one we've just done? Yes. And we will be back next week for 99.7. Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you say? Yeah, A. Dash. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Cheers. All right, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.